Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Pete Callender here. It is the Pete Callender Show. Well, obviously, that's why I'm hosting it. And uh, the email, if you would like to uh, shoot me an email, I don't open the links, by the way. So you're going to have to write something about what it is that you want me to know about. If you're going to link anything in an email, I'm not going to open it. So um, it's Pete at thepetecallendershow.com. And that is Callender with a K. And then an I, I mean, not K, it's K-A-L-I-N-E-R. And then uh, also on Twitter at Pete Callender, where we are usually engaged in some sort of roughhousing with the uh, Moonbat Brigade. So um, Fox News settles with Dominion voting systems, with Dominion voting systems. Um, As I expected yesterday, I doubt this would, I doubt I, at any point that this thing was actually going to go to a trial. Everybody just has too much to lose. And uh, the nice thing about settling is that everybody gets to go out there and put out their statements and nobody ever gets to know for sure what was agreed to and what wasn't and what's in the non-disclosure and what's not and what's an apology and what isn't and everything like that. So I've got the the Fox statement um, because you'll recall, maybe, or maybe you didn't hear yesterday's program, but we got a caller. Uh, we got a call from Tony the Troll, who uh, was very, very concerned that I was going to have to pay up money because I don't work at Fox News or something. I don't know. He was now. Tony was trying to make a point about how Fox News got sued over the voting uh, claims and didn't know what I had said over the last two years about Dominion voting or about. Uh, about a, quote, rigged election. He had no idea what my positions were and no idea what I had said, but he assumed that I was saying the same thing that Fox News said because in Tony's mind, in the mind of all uh, prejudiced bigots, uh, you know, everybody of a certain uh, characteristic all thinks the same, says the same things, and so he assumed my uh, my position, much like one might assume gender, and that is not okay. So, uh, he assumed that my position on this was the same as, I guess, Fox's or something. I don't know. Um, but it was very clear to me from the very beginning when, you know, the Kraken, Sidney Powell, uh, was out there doing all of these. By the way, if I recall correctly, wasn't she a longtime Democrat? Anyway, there were a lot of people. Yeah, there were a lot of people that were pushing these claims that, uh, to me, were always a little sus. You know what I mean? As the kids say, they were always a little sus. So... She was making these claims, but she would never make them in court. And whenever they attempted to get in front of a judge on their claims, the judges would throw them out. And I was I was told by the pro-Trump folks that uh, this was because the entire judicial system was in the tank for the deep state. And they were trying to stop Trump from advancing and the Kraken, release the Kraken, right? Sidney Powell, they were trying to release, uh, trying to stop her from taking the whole system down, right? Um, But some of the judges were Trump appointees, and that never made sense to me. And I would argue with people about that. It never made sense that Trump's own appointed judges 
did not find, you know, the 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 standards of evidence had been achieved. And so they were they were not allowed to make some of the claims that they were trying to make. And maybe somebody got to them, maybe somebody yeah, extorted them or or bribed them or something or, or intimidated all the judges. That's I guess that's possible. But during the discovery phase in this process with Dominion, and by the way, there is another uh, lawsuit with Smartmatic. And this is, I suspect, one of the big reasons why they settle with Dominion first, because, um, well, Dominion was wanting $1.6 billion. They got less than half of that. That's still a win, I think, for them. Um, and the Smartmatic lawsuit uh, they've got their own defamation suit, and that's $2.7 billion in damages in a New York state court. So the, the the payout is even greater for Smartmatic if they go to trial. And I suspect what Fox is looking at is they're saying, okay, if we lose to Dominion, which looked like it was going to be the case, given what I've seen on Discovery, but who knows? I never make predictions on trials, especially jury trials, because you just don't ever know how a jury is going to rule. Um but you look at Smartmatic or you look at Dominion first, and if you lose that Dominion case and now they have all of the evidence from your trial and they have they have a verdict against you in favor of Dominion, now you're screwed going into the, uh, the Smartmatic case. From a strategy standpoint, the settlement always seemed like the better route to go especially when you started hearing that the people inside Fox News in all of their internal emails are all saying, wow, Sidney Powell's crazy. Oh, my goodness, they have no evidence for these claims. Oh, wow, I can't believe we're losing market share to to OAN and Newsmax and whatever other uh, shows and stations are out there. So let's stop the bleeding and let's, you know, let's keep having them on the air, even though we think that what they're saying isn't true. Now, all of that being said, Does a news organization have any obligation to to have or to not have these people on the uh, on the platform? See, I would submit that Fox News was was not in the wrong by having Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani and anybody else. Right. That were in that. And Mike Lindell, whatever these people like you want to have them on, have them on. The, the question then becomes is how do you treat them, right? What questions are you asking? Are you attempting to pursue truth? You don't just get to come out, uh, just bring them on and be like, hey, so what do you think? And they're like, I think the whole system is rigged, 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 right? What is your, and then you never ask them for the evidence, right? As a journalist, you are required to probe and ask them for some evidence. You can do that in any way you want. You can make it sound like a friendly interview. I do that a lot, by the way. Um, you can ask hard questions in a nice way. You can't, it can be done. And so Fox could have brought all these people on to make their claims, but they never pushed back and they never examined it critically. I would submit a lot of that happens right now on the left with their media organs all the time. I've got a whole stack of stuff right here. How the left narrative is automatically adopted and then regurgitated by their allies in the media. They, they adopt the language, they adopt the premises and assumptions, and they just advance the story that way. For example, the term cisgender, right? That term is a fabrication, right? That term 
is a design of the left. And it is used in news reports. That is advancing a premise, much like Fox advanced the Dominion, uh, the anti-Dominion premise. Let me get Dave on the program here. Hello, Dave. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Pete. Hey. You know, be, be careful what you say about Dominion, because you, you know Tony's listening. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't want him to come on and, and call you out again. That's you right. Know, and com- embarrassing. I had a comment about Tony. Tony's been calling WBT for a long time. I've been listening to BT for 23 years since the beginning of Larson. And I believe he was Sean. Oh! Was on and he would call in all the time and do the exact same thing. He is a troll. He's a seminar caller. Yes, I remember Sean. I, oh, my yeah. gosh, I did not, yeah, I did not even connect guy. that. I did not even I'm connect. Pretty, I'm 95 percent sure it's the same guy. I'm going to have to ask him if he ever calls me back. I don't know if he'll ever call me back after yesterday. Oh, he'll call back. He'll call back <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, for his fans, uh, quick, he'll do it for his fans. In relation to what you're talking about, about uh, uh, you know, the narrative in the media, you know, obviously they, these people put, took out a lawsuit and, and you know they settled and Fox is settling, you know. I just, I just always wonder why we had four years of Russian collusion and the whole collusion in the media of that narrative, which turned out to be crap. You know, I mean, I guess Trump would have to bring out a lawsuit or something. Right, but, but therein lies the issue is that you're trying to go yeah. after so, – uh, Trump is a public figure, and the standard there is much higher. But, yes, they're like, they're like there needs to be lawfare – uh, engagement, right? The the right needs to engage in lawfare as the left does. And I don't like it. I, th- these are not the standards that I want our society to operate under, but I don't know any other way. Gotcha. All right. Well, yeah. Hi, right, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it, man. I did not even connect. I didn't even think about that. But I remember that guy, Sean. I don't remember what he sounded like, obviously. Wow, that's legacy, man. Carrying on the legacy. <laughs> All right, now you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's Military Surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. I will get to the uh, to the uh, the drag show legislation that uh, has been uh, has been proposed. By the way, the reason why uh, and we are going to get to the the uh, Save Women's Sports legislation that's also being proposed. Uh, there is a reason why the bills are all coming up right now. It's because the deadline is here to run bills. You got to hit the deadlines in the General Assembly. And so that's why we're seeing all of the bills come forward. Um, so we will get to that. But let me, get, let me finish with this, um, the Dominion and Fox News uh, settlement story. So Fox today, or yesterday settled a defamation lawsuit brought by Dominion Voting Systems for $787.5 million, averting a trial putting one of the world's top media companies in the crosshairs over its coverage of false vote-rigging claims in the 2020 U.S. election. 
The settlement, which legal experts said was the largest struck by an American media company, was announced by the two sides and the judge in the case at the 11th hour. The jury had been selected earlier in the day and the trial poised for opening statements in Wilmington, Delaware. Dominion had sought $1.6 billion, so they settled for less than half. I still think it's a win for them because they get to go out and say that Fox admitted they lied. Fox apologized. Here's what the Dominion CEO, John Poulos, said, quote, Fox has admitted to telling lies about Dominion that caused enormous damage to my company, our employees, and our customers. Truthful reporting in the media is essential to our democracy. Remember, the lie was that the machines were manipulated during the presidential election in order to change votes. And despite all of the, uh, the assurances from the people making these allegations that there was evidence to prove this, there was never any evidence presented in the format, in the forum, where we have evidence presented, which is the judicial system. Now, if you're going to come back to me with an argument that is something along the lines of, well, the whole system is corrupt, the judicial system wouldn't allow any of the evidence, we couldn't hear any of the cases because it's all corrupt, it's all deep state, then to me, then what you are saying is that the entire system is broken, our entire society is broken, at which point, why do you even pay any attention to this? Why are you still here? Right? Why would you, why would you even remain in America if, if that is what you really believe is the state of our judicial system? This is the same question, by the way, I asked the people on the left the ones who say that we have to deconstruct the entire judicial system, we got to you know burn it all to the ground, you know defund all policing because it's all systemically, inherently, institutionally racist and white supremacist and oppressive, and so therefore it all has to be dismantled. If that is the case, if this is what you truly believe, why are you here? There are plenty of other opportunities around the world for you to go make a better life for yourself. Like, you literally can pick any system you would like. You have all sorts of options available to you. And I recommend that you pursue them. For real. I'm not saying that our, all our systems are perfect. Don't get me wrong. At all. I am not saying that. But if you believe that the whole thing is soup to nuts, top to bottom, completely unsalvageable in its current state, then... I'm not sure why you would remain short of complete armed insurrection, which I know most people aren't, and many of the people that even claim they, they are in for that, they're not. The closest thing I saw was what, J6, right? And that, that didn't go very well at all. That was more of a riot with a couple of uh, FBI people. I'm, no, oh, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding, but not really. So, yeah, you've got, uh, what is it? I saw the other day that it was something like, in the I think it was the Proud Boys, maybe Oath Keepers, like the number of informants outnumbered the actual members by ten to one. <laughs> right. Um, I kept asking for the evidence, and nobody could ever provide it. Nobody could ever provide it, and there were there were venues for them to do so, and they never did. And um, Fox continued to put them on the air. Now the uh, Fox News statement. They say that they are pleased to have reached a settlement of the dispute with Dominion. By the way, you remember what happened. 
Fox ma- Fox was making these these news and editorial decisions in the wake of calling the election for Biden too soon for Trump supporters. And when they did that, Trump supporters said that they were going to boycott Fox. And so people started going over to Newsmax and OAN and whatever the other conservative you know media outlets are. They were like, screw Fox. They cost him the election. You know, he didn't lose. It was a tie. Like Vietnam, it was a tie. Sorry, that was like fish called Wanda. Anyway, but like that's the that was the backdrop that that Fox is making these decisions at the time. And so they're seeing their market share erode and they're losing their audience. And so there is this built-in incentive for them not to lose their audience. By the way, do you think that that doesn't occur in any other media outlet? Of course it does. Um, Look at the Charlotte Observer. Look at NPR. Look at CNN, right? Look at all of these other outlets, right? They play to their audience. They give their audience what they want. Uh, Hello, Russia collusion, four freaking years of that, right? The difference is Trump, being a public figure, apparently can't sue. We've been going over the uh, Fox News settlement with Dominion voting system, 780, well, 788, let's call it. I mean, really, why quibble over half a million here or there? 787, 788 million dollars. They're not going to go to trial. The jury had been seated. And by the way, that does happen, right? That's usually like you go through this process and then it's like a game of chicken and eventually somebody blinks and they're like, okay, I don't want to go to trial. And so that's apparently what happened. They they cut a deal. They made a settlement. Fox News put out a statement saying they are pleased to have reached a settlement. They said, we acknowledge the court's rulings finding certain claims about Dominion to be false. So they acknowledge that certain claims about Dominion were false. They don't say which ones. This settlement reflects... Fox's continued commitment to the highest journalistic standards. We are hopeful that our decision to resolve this dispute with Dominion amicably instead of the acrimony of a divisive trial allows the country to move forward from these issues. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Um, Fox has cash on hand to pay for a settlement. <laughs> that's like me. Seven, 788. All right, hang on a second. Huh? Two, three, four, five. Okay. Dominion lawyers declined to answer questions about whether Fox would apologize publicly or make any changes. Um, The previously highest payment occurred in 2017 in a a media libel case. Do you know what it was? Walt Disney Company. They paid out $177 million in addition to insurance recoveries to settle the pink slime defamation case that was brought against ABC News by Beef Products, Inc. Remember that? The pink slime story? They got sued and uh, they settled at $177 million. See, so ABC does this too. So everyone's making a big deal about Fox, but this has th- this happens against other media companies as well. Fox is not unique in this regard. Uh, let me get, uh, didn't we just have David on? This is David number two. Hello, David. Welcome to the program. Hey, Pete. How hey, you doing, Good. What's up? Well, you know, talking about the Dominion case, and, you know, and it brings up old memories of the election. 
And I know there's probably more than just me out there that still think that something fishy happened during that 2020 election, and a lot of those issues have never really been addressed. Um, I think I'll start with the overall vote count. Um, in 2016, Trump got like 62 million votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2020, he got 74 million, mm-hmm. like 11 million more votes. Mm-hmm. Now, what we've been told is that Biden siphoned off votes from, like, suburban women or something mm-hmm. from Trump, and that's how he won. Mm-hmm. Well, the only problem with that is for every vote he lost, he gained two. For every vote, who lost? Doesn't make any sense. Wait, for, for every for e- Dave, Dave, hang on, hang on. For every vote, who lost? He got two. For well, if Trump lost suburban votes, suburban right. women is what you hear. Yeah. If he lost votes to Biden, yeah, he must have gained two for everyone he lost because he had over eleven million more votes. Right. In 2020, than he did in 2016. Right. And how, all right. So, and how many more votes did Biden have over Clinton? Uh, a whole bunch more. Right. So, and why, why might that be? Uh, I think it had to do more with people who were voting against Trump than for Biden. No, well, so, uh, no, my question is, why would there be more votes cast in 2020 versus 2016? Why would Biden get more votes than, than Hillary? I think people were stirred up more. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, they had four years to see Trump in action, which, let me also say, I'm not a big Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. I, I really wish he would bow out and let DeSantis or somebody else in there, because even if he pulls a miracle and gets elected, th- the media will make it impossible for him to, to govern. Mm-hmm. Right. I so mean, you get a Democrat Congress, they'll impeach him every other day. <laughs> right. So. Keep in mind that in 2020, we had um, over my, uh, my objections uh, to the various iterations of these changes. But remember, we had all of the changes to the voting laws, right, because of COVID. So you had more well, people. We had per- mail-in vote. Right. We, so we had more people that were participating. Now, maybe there was more fraud as well. That's possible, too. But that's not what the Dominion case was about, and that was never what the allegations were about. I have long maintained that, yes, there was rigging in the election, but it occurred with the rigging of the systems prior to Election Day because of COVID, right? That was where, to me, that's where people should have focused their attention and their energies. But they went after the Dominion voting machines and all of this stuff. And um, and so the, you had a lot more people, right, if we give them the, you know, just assume it was, you know, on the up and up, by and large, uh, then you had more people voting. So, so that explains why Trump did get more votes, yes, but he also saw more votes cast against his opponent, Joe Biden, simply because we had more people voting. The other part of it is that Joe Biden wasn't Hillary. And Hillary Clinton was a uniquely unpopular candidate, the most unpopular candidate until, you know, four years of Trump. So she was so bad. The other thing was that a lot of people thought that she was going to win. They just didn't even bother to turn out. So uh, and, and she didn't campaign like Donald Trump didn't force her not to campaign in Wisconsin. That was her call, right? So yeah. there was just a lot of different factors at play that when you're looking at a comparison between 16 and 20 that help explain why there were more votes cast for each of the candidates in 2020 versus 2016. You mentioned they, they were agitated against Trump, and that that is definitely part of the equation as well. A lot of people were fed up with four years of Trump. Okay. Yeah. So you've answered that. Let me throw one more at you. Okay. 
the four swing states. The ones, uh, what was it, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and what was it, Arizona, mm-hmm. the other one. Um, Trump was up in all four, oh, like at nine. And then for some reason, all four were told to something. And I'm always wondering, who had the authority to tell four different states to stop counting? So, all right, you broke up, but I, I, I've heard this. Uh, I've heard this question before. We'll, we'll cover that. All right. Now, given the state of affairs in our country and the world, are you asking yourself whether you're prepared for an emergency? I actually get asked this a lot. My answer, start at Carolina Readiness Supply, 2,000 square feet of supplies, the full line of Augustine Farms and Mountain House Foods, books, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, camping and hiking supplies. Being prepared is just smart. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing or somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help. In Waynesville and online at carolinareadiness.com, get tickets to the Heritage Life Skills event also. Make a day trip to the mountains and return home fully prepared. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? All right, so this question of the uh, the stopping of the counting on election night. couple things you have to keep in mind. Number one. Every state has, <clears throat> excuse me, every state has different rules when it comes to counting your absentee or early voting uh, ballots, okay? In North Carolina, they count all of the absentee ballots on election day when the polls close, they release at 7.30, they release then the um, the totals from early voting. So in North Carolina, polls close at like, you know, 7.30, and then shortly thereafter, usually, fingers crossed, we get the uploads of all of the counts from early voting and early voting had wrapped up, you know, a couple days prior. So that's how North Carolina does it. Not every state does it like that. There are some States and one of them, I think was Michigan. I want to say they don't even start counting the, the absentee ballots or the early voting. They don't even start counting until the polls close. So what does that do to the stats? What does it do to the numbers? Well, North Carolina again, gives us some, indication here where early voting was dominated by Democrats and Republicans better learn how to play that game. You got to bank those votes. And I understand people are like, I think that election day should be the only day that people vote. Okay. Yeah. Well, you could keep fighting for that. And until you actually get that law changed back, you better learn how to play under the rules because the rules allow for parties to bank the votes. Me voting early, yes, there's a liability there. There's a downside. If I go and I vote early and um, and then, you know, scandal erupts, like, oh, my gosh, Cal Cunningham is, you know, claiming to make barbecue on a gas grill, like something like that. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't vote for him, right? So something like that could happen, and now I feel bad that I've voted for somebody, and then there's, like, some October surprise, and now I've, I have, I have uh, remorse for doing so. I have uh, buyer's remorse. But if you're going to vote for Trump no matter what, go bank the vote. Go vote. So this way, if you get hit by a car on your way home or something, or in an unrelated excursion, right, that then your vote is going to count. <clears throat> That's the key. And so Democrats bank their votes, and then they move on and get more voters. That's their plan. That's their strategy. And if you can't meet that, if you're just crossing your fingers and hoping to get every single Republican voter and unaffiliated voter out to the polls on Election Day, you're done. You're done in a state like ours. 
You got two weeks to get people to the polls. And once you get them to the polls and they have voted, you can check them off the list and then you can go find somebody else to get to the polls. That's the game. Okay. So in North Carolina, we have all of the early voting totals. They get dumped before we start seeing election day totals come in. And usually Democrats build up a big lead in the early vote, right? And then Republicans knock it down on day of. But in other states where the votes occur or the vote counting occurs after the polls close, what that looks like is a, quote, blue shift. What it looks like is they start counting election day votes and, oh, look at this, Trump's up, Trump's up, Trump's up. And then all of a sudden, boom, here comes a huge dump of Democrat votes. Where do they come from? Early voting. They just hadn't started counting them until the polls close. So in North Carolina, what we see as the, the, the first blue shift and then a red shift afterwards, other states see the exact opposite. So you got to keep that in mind. So not all states are the same here as they count the ballots. The other thing is that um, there was a claim that Pennsylvania stopped counting votes and that turned out not to be the case. Um, it was a matter of they were still counting. It was a matter of updating to the, to the website or something. There was a... You know, the supposed pipe burst in Fulton County. I mean, Fulton County's got so many problems counting their votes. But again, like, if there are issues with the counts, the places to hear those issues is in the judiciary. The issue, had, I mean, you've got to bring these things and you've got to come with the evidence. You can't just make the claims and not present the evidence. And I don't believe... The accusation, and I got a message here about it from Stan, I I don't believe it that every single judge in every single jurisdiction at every single level, even those appointed by Trump, that they all were on the take, that they all somehow were corrupted. I think they didn't see enough evidence because Sidney Powell never presented it. She had ample opportunity to do it in her press conferences, and she never did.